This podcast is sponsored by Aurora Packaging Solutions, a global packaging solutions provider leading the transition to a more sustainably packaged future. They specialize in developing packaging and visual communication solutions that reduce the impact on the environment and bring sustainability goals to life. With a focus on partnership and service, they create a custom solution for your business. To learn more, please visit www.ororapackaging.com. How's it going, everybody? Good morning. It's 7.30 Pacific Standard. you got Avelio, host of Package Design Unboxed, and you've got Corey Connors at Corrugated, who <laughs> is the host of Sustainable Packaging Podcast. Yeah. What's up, Corey? How's it going? So you, Good morning. So you were just in, in Alaska performing a wedding. Yes. So. Yesterday. <laughs> That's crazy. Beautiful up there. What a beautiful country we live in and a beautiful world. And it was it, just overwhelming views and landscapes. Makes it all, kind of puts it all into perspective. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Man. That's so cool. Um, so I'm going to be honest, man. This is earlier for me. <laughs> this is as early, as early as it's been for you. That didn't, or that, no, I guess you moved forward. So daylight savings time. Yeah, no, lost an hour. So it's uh, not the best. Didn't get more sleep. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I just remember as a kid, yeah, I just remember as a kid, like daylight savings just was the worst, right? Like you'd you'd be in class and you're like, oh my God, what time is it? You know, you'd be looking at the clock and your teacher hadn't set the clock forward and you're just, it was like a big deal. Yeah. But we got, we got people, we got uh, Saskia from London. Good afternoon. How are you doing? Hi, so, Saskia. Yeah. So excited to have you. And then we got our buddy, Hugh. Hey, Hugh. What's up, buddy? So this is, this is pretty cool, man. Yeah. Weekend, weekend's gone amazing, guys. Randall. So what do you, what do you got going in sustainable packaging news for today? Well, we had a big I'm tearing up over here. <laughs> a big episode drop for sustainable packaging with Corey Connors, Ian from a Guacamole Airplane. So yeah. you you introduced me to him and I appreciate that. They're making some big moves in the packaging world for sustainability. Also, lots of new products coming out. I, I wanted to show this. This is paper bubble wrap. Yeah, that's and awesome. I posted about this on LinkedIn. I've never got 10,000 views for a video on LinkedIn before, but this was the first. And people are interested in this. You know, a lot of people, it's a big debate. Is paper the end-all, be-all for sustainability? We, can, you we do, both, can you show a, a close-up of that? Yeah. So we both know oh. that that it's not the solution to everything, mm-hmm. but it's just one layer of material. And it's molded to create the cushion and engineered to solve that problem of, well, we need some cushioning, but we don't have four inches of space. So it's just, you know, it's just a half inch thick material. So it's one layer. It's pressed in two different directions to create that, that cushion of air. And then is it meant to fold over like that or just one, you just do one layer? That's a great point you can use it both ways just like okay. bubble wrap um and so far the the interest in it is very high because it also is more efficient for shipping because it nests together yeah. um, like molded 
pulp and things like that. So bubble wrap, it, you're shipping air. It's it's the the biggest yeah. issue, you know. Yeah, and, I remember those those like gigantic rolls of bubble wrap. You know, right. Uh, I think we've all, I think we've all experienced that in packaging. It's those gigantic rolls that weighs nothing. Um, And yeah, it's, it's just pure air. So this just comes You said molded. Is it actually molded or is it like formed? Yeah. Stamped. Yeah. Yeah. Basically pressed like uh, molded fiber, you know, not injected, but it's a continuous sheet. Cool. Does that come in? Does that come in individual sheets or rolls? Yeah. Right now it comes in a box with okay. individual sheets that can be torn in half easily, but I'm excited about it. Reach out to me if you're interested. I'll send you samples. I could see it definitely taking over a wow. big part of the industry. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, Cause we're always looking for new things. Yeah. I just think about the bubble wrap and you know, you go over and over and then you tape the crap out of it to make sure that, <laughs> you know, it, it, it forms your product, whatever you're, right. you're shipping. So yeah, it's definitely definitely cool now. You know, from from my side, I got I just had Jenny Karen's from Butterfly Cannon, who's that's a killer agency in London. I love so maybe Sasuke, you know those guys, but um, that's a great that's a great agency to check out if you're not familiar. And she's the innovation and sustainability manager there. We're getting some pretty interesting things in terms of like how to deploy sustainability in design as well as how to be innovative in sustainability. One of the things those guys have done, which is awesome, is they created a they created this document on their on their website, which is which is actually really cool. So if you're interested, if you're watching this and you're interested, I'm gonna pull this up here. <laughs> because this is the this is the coolest document. That's right, Hugh. Technical term. Tape the crap out of it is <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a packaging one on one. But that's the that's been the mo for so long. Is you know we don't know how to package this, so we just wrap it in bubble wrap, and and it gets there safe. You know, yeah. And just if it breaks, you add another layer. So, yeah, I wanted to show share this, which is the claymatic table on Butterfly Cannon. This makes the sustainable conversation so simple. One is designed beautifully, right? Design yeah. agency, these guys can communicate <laughs> amazingly versus if you're, you know, if you're mostly your sustainability first, design kind of comes second. But I think for these guys, what they've done is they've broken up into four sections in terms of conversation. So resources, if you're talking about sustainability, it's not just about having something be recyclable. You know, so when you're talking to a client, you can you can select, okay, do we need to do fewer materials, you know, reduce the number of materials? Do we need to use local materials? You know, in some cases, you might want to use local materials, but they don't have like certified materials there. They don't have FSE certified materials or um, certified compostable, whatever the, whatever that conversation needs to be. So you kind of pick a few from here and this creates more questions. Then you also have, you know, manufacturing is it local. Does it, does it have to be local? You know, does it have to be done in Asia or you know some other country because that's where you produce your product? So maybe right. it's not local to you or your your consumer base, but maybe it is local to the product. And then of course distribution. Then how do you close the loop? Is it refillable, compostable? But it it really simplifies everything. And I think it's I don't know, I thought it was pretty amazing. I definitely want to share this in their butterflycannon.com. And then Separate from this, you talk. You you mentioned that you work that you did a podcast with Ian from 
guacamole airplane. Yep. And guacamole airplane is something just just as great as that, which is they've got their sustainable packaging supplier guide. So after you've used the butterfly cannon process of talking to your, your, (laughs) your client that you're designing for, or you're selling product, you know, packaging to, you can hop over to guacamoleairplane.com, go to their supplier guide and they list out a ton of different manufacturers of sustainable materials, whether it's, you know, you've had these guys on your, on your, on your podcast, you know, some of these guys on your podcast, you've got paper, you've got polybag solutions, whether it's like eco clues or, or Lumi, not PLA. And then you get into like the different raw materials, the different cartons, the different, there's just so many different options for sustainability. And sometimes you, you're, you're not aware of it, right? You don't have the chance to right. go and research the crap out of everything. Hugh, that's the technical term too. <laughs> <laughs> um, they really, they really did all the work for us. That's great. They really, they really do. At least it's a starting yeah. point. You know, right. and then on top of that, if you roll in Ubuntu, yep, and you know, there's a, a whole section there on suppliers as well. And those are you know, global suppliers, which is really really cool. So I mean, there's a lot of tools. I just think back a few years when, I mean, you had to do your own research, like you had to figure it all oh, out. Yeah. And it was so everyone was just brand new, and everyone was just starting out. And now things are getting established and that's, it's exciting to see this industry really taking shape of sustainable packaging and sustainability. When you talk about Ubuntu, not just packaging, anything sustainable related, (laughs) you know, that's really fun. Yeah, absolutely. So if you, you know, if you get a chance, you can head over to, you know, you can head over to Ubuntu. You see our faces here. Yeah, you, know, you can scroll down. They've got a whole section here for solutions, like we just talked about. So the different plastics, uh, refillables, and then kind of what's happening in the news. You know, I'm seeing a lot about this in terms of the recycled PET, which is you know, which is great. Um, and I think just one of the one of the points that I spoke to Jenny Karens from from Butterfly Cannon on was glass recycling. She's like, a lot of times, you know, brands want to use recycled glass. They want to, you know, recycle this material because it's amazing and it can be recycled. But she's like, what happens in the recycling process of glass is sometimes you'll get, you know, imperfections. And maybe these imperfections lead to, you know, breaking on the filling line, uh, breaking in transport, because you'll have like, you know, have, have different weaknesses in there. And a lot of times, consumer, you know, obviously the brand doesn't want to deal with that or take the risk because there's no guarantee on how small that percentage of, of breakage is going to be. So when you're I haven't heard glass, that with glass. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, you know, that was just a, and, and it was like a clarity issue also, but you know, I mean, there's always, it really kind of depends on where you're purchasing your materials from and you know, doing yeah. your own research. Que pasa, Guillermo? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so many, so many podcasts. I interviewed the president of the glass packaging Institute. And mm-hmm. that episode of my podcast will release this week, Wednesday. Nice. I am thrilled about it. I think we might make it a monthly event. He is saying that they're going to make efforts to, and they have a roadmap to make glass 50%, get the recycle rate up to 50 to match the rest of the world. It's exciting. I think it's going to change. It's going to make uh, glass even more sustainable than it is now. 
and they plan to make that even more than 50% eventually. We, we talked about the bottle the drop system that we have here in Oregon, where mm-hmm. you have a bottle, a glass bottle, and it gets reused in per- wow. until, until it breaks. It gets reused. It gets washed and refilled, washed and refilled, not broken down, not remade into another bottle. They use that bottle over and over again. And he thinks that there'll be more and more of those around the country. Oh, yeah, I had, it's so funny. We just keep talking about the people we had on the podcast, but yeah. having a podcast really gives the opportunity to speak to people from around the world and figure out what people are doing. I had Catherine from Conscious Container, which is based in LA. Yeah. And, you know, what they're doing is they're purchasing bottles in a thicker gauge of glass, just yeah. a little heavier, so that they can reuse it. So they'll they'll sell it, they'll collect it, they'll do the, the washing, refilling, and it, it just makes sense. Great. Yeah. yeah I just remember yeah, I just remember as a kid, like on like in New York, I'd on my way to school, we'd pick up all the bottles like in front of our building and kind of a couple buildings on the way up. I think we walked like four blocks and at the yeah. very top of the hill, there was our school and across the school was our, you know, little bodega and you would come in and you'd give them the bottles. They give you like 50 cents or something. And after school, you'd go and you buy like an icy or whatever. Perfect. Uh, it made everybody want to recycle. Yep. Yeah. And it definitely made sense. Assigning value to materials is, in my opinion, the, yeah. the easiest and fastest solution to a sustainable packaging network. Yeah, absolutely, man. So good stuff. I think, you know, definitely if you're, if you're watching this, check out, you know, go to butterflycannon.com. Go to guacamoleairplane.com. Go to Ubuntu. Yep. So many resources. Yep. And that's ubuntu.com. Definitely check check these things out because there's a ton of information there. It's it's free and um, it's a great, it's a great um, starting point. So Michael's asking, when do you think consumer refilling stations will enter the system? They're here. It's, it's, you know, hello, bulk markets are here. Mm-hmm. You know, refilling stations are popping up all over the place. It's it's something that's coming. I just did a, a, a video about Plain Products, P-L-A-I-N-E. They have a refillable system. We have to send the packaging back to them. But that's another way of looking at it. They've done LCAs. It makes sense for their product to refill mm-hmm. in perpetuity until it breaks. So lots of different options. Yeah, good stuff. I also got some episodes coming up with, with Michael Napoli from TerraCycle, and we get into ref- refillables. We also get into carbon footprint and uh, carbon emissions reductions. Some pretty, you know, what I felt was some pretty complex stuff. So I just had him break it down. What, how do you explain some of these really complicated concepts to a first grader? You know, because... Right. I'm kind of a first grader when it comes to a lot of these things. <laughs> <laughs> me, I think we all are. <laughs> yeah. Learn something every day. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome, Michael. But that's really where a lot of these refillable ideas come from is from, you know, from dairy. Definitely. definitely makes sense guys. So let's, let's wrap up here guys. I appreciate it. Definitely check out those three websites, check out sustainable packaging podcast with Corey Connors. Take a look at uh, Package Design Unbox. We've got some really cool stuff happening here this week. And of course, our buddy Adam is not here. Check out People with Packaging Podcast. He's got some really good episodes coming up this week as well. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we've got cosmetics, food, all sorts of refilling stations happening. So, super excited, guys. Thanks so much. You guys have a great Thank weekend. You.
when I gets weak. Yeah. <laughs> Daylight savings is kicking my butt. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Specrite, the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve. The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive Mr. Matthew Wright, helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging innovation and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specright.com backslash book. That's S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T dot com backslash book.